0: In order to support our show, we need some help from some great advertisers. And we want to make sure that those advertisers are one you actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com slash scam to take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better, honey. That way we can bring on advertisers that you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. How to scam y'all. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash scam. Thank you for your help, congregation. Scam! What's up, congregation? It's your girl, Scam Goddess, back with another exciting installment of Scam Goddess. Yeah, name the show after me. Y'all know. Um, guys, I'm super excited for my guest today. <laughs> <laughs> it's very mean to name a show after me. Uh, it's your host, Lacey Mosley. I guess I should give y'all my government name. You know I don't like to give that out. Um, and my special guest today, I'm super-duper excited for uh, Red Singer. And I want to say Stanger.
1: You can say whatever you want. I'm not going to correct you on it. <laughs>
0: That's con- how it's con- pronounced.
1: It's technically, I guess my family pronounces it that way, but I've been saying Stanger. I, there's controversy around it. It has come up before. Really? Yeah, on different podcasts and stuff. But I, I do introduce myself as Stanger at this point.
0: Yes, and you, you do Bangarang, you do the Action Boys podcast, right. which recently was in Chicago.
1: Yeah, we just thought we. just I just got back. We did a live show in Chicago.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. yeah did you very- have a good time?
1: Very fun, very weird.
0: Did you get any weird gifts?
1: Weird gifts. Guy mm. gave us a bunch of cash. What? Yeah. That's not
0: a weird gift. That's my favorite gift. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, it was weirdly delightful, but uh, we, we covered- How much cash? Can you tell me? It was like You don't have to. No, no I don't care. It was uh, like 150 okay. bucks. We did this movie one time. We reviewed dumb action movies on that podcast, mm-hmm. and then we'll spin that out into other movies that people just- but that people like, I don't know. And so we did this movie called Donnie Brasco. Have you ever seen that before? No, I haven't. Well, it's kind of, it, it dovetails into this podcast a little bit because it's about, you know, wise guys and, you know, the mobs always running scams. Yes. Uh, And anyway, uh, Al Pacino plays this mobster in it uh, and he's mentoring an undercover police officer played by Johnny Depp. And uh, he's just, Pacino's just kind of goofball. He's not a badass mobster. He's like a goofball, low on the totem pole. But Depp needs information from him so he treats him with a lot of reverence and then that kind of... Inflates his this, ego. His ego, yeah. Yep. And so he's trying to tell him how a wise guy holds, uh like how a wise guy holds his money in a roll. And yeah. he says, "You put the big bills on the outside and the small ones in the middle." So some guy just said, "Gave us a big wad of bills with like a hundred dollar bill on the outside and a bunch of ones."
0: Ooh, on the- so that's so a great we, scam. So did yeah. you get excited at first? You're like, did this man just give us a roll of hundreds? I,
1: yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I was, I thought, I was like, what is this fucking fake money? I didn't know what was going on. And then we were like, we even, it's not even like a joke we reference a lot on the podcast. We had to do a lot of like detective work to figure out, like, oh, I guess he's referencing Donnie Brasco. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I love that you even cared. I would have taken the money and run. I'm like, thank you so much. Don't know what this is for. Not going to ask.
1: Right. (laughs) We ended up with it and then, you know, tried to do a bunch of backwards math on it. But yeah, that was the (laughs) weirdest gift we got outside of like just weird costume shit mm, and t-shirts and shit. I love it. You'll yeah. see. You'll see. Yeah. You, have you done this one live yet? I haven't
0: done this live yet. Yeah, you'll uh, see. It's fun. I'm excited. People, we will at some point.
1: Yeah, people have been listening to you for hours and hours, and they know you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you don't share that context with them. They so. know what I tell them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> but all oh, right, right. So wait, what's your relationship with scams?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I was thinking about this uh, in prep for the show, and I mean- <laughs> I love it. There's a couple, like when I was a kid, there was this movie called Grifters. Did you ever see that? I've heard of Grifters. I mean, it's probably come up on this. And they used to, they would do these elaborate grifts, uh, small and big to people. And like, I loved it because I think John Cusack played one of the grifters. And so he would... uh go to buy something and flash somebody like a hundred mm-hmm. and then he was able to switch it to a smaller bill and then they would give him change for the 100 like Ooh, he would do all this like slide, slide of,
0: of Yeah and
1: I like the word grifter um and then uh I, I I one of my good friends her her like boyfriend fiance's mom got scammed big time to uh, by these people that were doing a fake lottery scam. Have you read about this? Uh-uh. They just got caught.
0: Damn. And
1: I don't know if it's I the same group. This. This, is, this is a little dark <laughs> for this show <laughs> because it's not like a f- – it's like they were preying on elderly Hispanic women, and it was Damn,
0: a f- – How specific of a demo. S-
1: specific. I think it had worked for them in the past. It was like a three-person lottery scam, and they would find people walking – flag them down and, and maybe you can help me figure this out. They would, uh, they would like one woman would ingratiate herself to the mark. I guess is what yeah. they would call it, and say that she had a winning lottery ticket and she needed, in order to cash that lottery ticket, she needed more cash for some reason. <laughs> it's it's, mix, it's mixy. This
0: is very Nigerian-y. Yeah, I it's, like it's it. Very, they, you know, yeah, like, you gotta but, wire me the taxes and I'm gonna send you $100,000 for yeah, no reason.
1: Yeah, but this fucking shit's in person. So yes. they're like preying on these nice older people. And so then it was like, we don't know, I, and this is what I want your help with, I don't know what excuse they used. And even the police said it was intentionally dicey like intentionally confusing to kind of keep the people off balance and then another guy would pretend like he was just happening upon them and be like hey what's what's going on and they're like oh i need this money to get this lottery ticket that's winning he said well i have a bunch of money so he would flash a bunch of money yeah so that was that kind of like oh well this guy's putting up all this money and then it was like give you know we'll pool our money together so we can get this ticket and i'll give you like a little Money, you know, on top of that for your troubles. And then they would get these women to go to the bank and pull out a bunch of cash. And it happened to my friend's. You know, uh, mother basically mother in law. Yeah. Damn. And like it was like got they got like twenty-five grand or something. Just, Holy it was shit, that's terrifying. a
0: lot of money. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think I'm giving that much money to my relatives, <laughs> let alone a stranger on the street. I wish I wish somebody with my last name would call me asking for some twenty-five grand, let yeah. alone a, a person on the street. I know. Also I, know. I love the guy who walks by because yeah, that is a part of some scams, is there'll be someone to make you feel like it's more oh, normal. Yeah. And yes. they'll even pony up a little bit of money because it's like what I'm ponying up right now is like, I'll get returns on, so it doesn't matter.
1: It's that depot meter yeah, you talk about. Yeah, depo meter. Despo, and so granny, granny's be, yeah. out
0: here, you know, probably her grandkids ain't calling her. I told y'all, call your grandparents, because yeah. they're getting robbed. Yeah. Get- <laughs> <laughs> like, she was just out here trying to walk her cat.
1: Yeah, no, it's trying to. Her walk cat her don't pl- even want to be walked. No, the cat hates being walked. The cat just wants to lay around. <laughs> like, I just
0: want to get outside now. Come on. Yeah, the
1: cat was on the side of the scammers. It's like <laughs> probably it's, take this bitch's money. <laughs> right. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just trying shit. to go back to the crib. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I got some
0: friskies waiting at
1: home. Yeah, I just want to lay around all day and, and the and, side
0: of a couch to fuck up. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> so there's that, and then there's also I always think about Stan Lee and his like in his life, like as an old man getting scammed.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Wait,
1: what? it was more like elder abuse. Like he had. some some caretaker and we talk about it on the action boys like some caretakers like got him to sign over Life rights or something to what? some of his comics. I don't, I'm sad in my timeline. I don't know the specifics on this, <laughs> but I do love that like some orderly named Chad now controls Spider Man. That's not what I happened. I would
0: love if that, I would love <laughs> if that's why the Sony thing wasn't working out. It was just like, nah, Chad got the paperwork now. He used to be a registered nurse and he ain't pulling up at the hospital no more. Now he dri- yeah. he's drive a phantom.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's giving fucking notes on the new Spider Man movie. This guy's a goddamn nurse.
0: Everything's starting to get real nurse specific <laughs> yeah. and sp- Spider Man. A lot uh, of white
1: sneakers. It's just like, what? <laughs> why? And it was like, Chad says they're the most comfortable.
0: <laughs> now Spider Man walks around in orthopedics. Yeah, shoes. everybody's
1: fucking eating jello and shit. <laughs> it uh, works. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Hey, we've seen be. the same
0: movie over and over again. Yeah, we, need go, a, we need some flavor.
1: Something different. Yeah, it's got well, a hospital angle. Hell yeah. Sometimes
0: I have people reach out. Well, every episode I ask people to reach out with either scams that they've retired, because I don't want to fuck up your bag, oh, or thanks. times that you've been scammed. I'm so sorry. We will laugh, but I will feel bad for you. Uh, or uh, just any information that you want to share about scams. And uh, If you have a scam or you've been running a scam or a scam's been run on you, scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Email us your stories, guys. This week we have one that... That, this you, one really struck me
1: you got that gmail account that's yes. good you were the first
0: this tr- <laughs> the first person on gmail um this this one really struck me in the heart um <laughs> I'm lying <laughs> but so <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, make sure I don't say any real names. Okay, so they've asked for this person to be called Solomon. Okay, I'm going to skip all the nice stuff you said about the podcast, but thank you so much. Uh, We'll call this guy Solomon. So, Solomon was visiting me from out of state and really wanted to go meet a girl or two and relive our college years. While he was visiting, he was constantly on Tinder chatting to any and every girl that he matched with. There was one... (laughs) I've heard this is how men do Tinder. How, like, women will, like, swipe left on people they don't want, but a lot of guys will go on Tinder just like, right, right. Right, 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 Just like the yeah. up the odds. It's a
1: numbers thing for sure.
0: <laughs> Just absolutely insane. Yeah. Or it's a love. lot a
1: lot of balls in the air
0: so chatting to every girl that he matched with real thirsty out here parched you could say there I, I added that there was one girl in particular that he was taken with a cute petite redhead who seemed to be really into him also Solomon and I pre-gamed at my apartment and then went up to hit a few bars I love that you're pre-gaming before you go to bars
1: yeah bad sign
0: yeah so throughout like drink the liquor at the bar bro yeah, like yeah. you don't need to come to the bar lit
1: splurge yeah
0: yeah you can, you can buy a $14 drink every my now and then my fucking
1: Solomon came out to to relive the, the old days? He
0: did. So he was taking shots. Yeah, you know spent I mean? some money. But they were probably breaking that Four Loco out. Or, you know, now. <laughs> White class- Claw. We, ah, yeah. took that right out of my fucking yes, brain. White Claw is the new, uh, it's a classier, like, Four Loco for your 30s. Yeah.
1: People <laughs> pretend like they drink it ironically, but that shit's just. They,
0: they're getting hammered. Yeah, it's malt yeah. liquor, y'all. I'm yeah. sorry to spoil you, but, like, y'all out here drinking malt liquor, you might as well put it in a paper bag and stand out in front of 7 Eleven. Right. It's that malt.
1: Yeah, lean into it. That's cool that you're doing that.
0: So, throughout this time, he's glued to his phone. He chatted up this girl all night. Eventually, the two lovebirds started texting. Later at the bar, she sends Solomon a risque pic, suggesting that she's ready to show her breasts, maybe more. How does a pic suggest that maybe I'm going to show you my titties? Maybe maybe like one hand over the titties or something. It's like, oh, yeah, they about to
1: come out? I think so. I think that's the move. Coming soon, t-shirt.
0: Oh yeah, the t-shirt and the that like shows the short.
1: Uh, yeah that shows the under boobs, but it could Ooh. be written "coming soon" on the t-shirt. What? Like I don't know. I mean, <laughs> titties
0: coming I mean, soon. Yeah.
1: I mean, with and all like, of a
0: sudden she's a movie announcer. Like, I don't know. Coming to your phone, <laughs> titties
1: this summer. Titties coming to Solomon's phone.
0: <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, truly. Um. So she sends him this risque pic, and then in exchange, she wants a picture of his dick. Mm. Now, as a mm. as a cisgendered, uh, mildly heterosexual woman, mm. um, I know that in my dealings with men, I have never requested to see a picture of their penis. No. Nah. As I'm getting older now, I'm like, maybe I do want to see. Like, let me get a preview, see if I want to waste my time. It's,
1: yeah, I guess it's more just grim curiosity for for women, right? Just to see, like, what it what are we I don't dealing think with? Women
0: have ever been like, send me that dick? It just comes to us.
1: Yeah, I think there. Well, you could probably speak to this more than I could. Like. It, ha- it would the context like how whipped up you are guys can like see female genitalia anytime any place it's fine it. we're happy to see it right <laughs> Same for you. Same, don't you? yeah. yeah okay. Like people yeah. don't
0: tell you it's beautiful. It's, it's nice. just like dicks are. Sorry, Ryan, but they're I don't,
1: I, I, what, they're nasty to I, look I, at. I walk around in a men's locker room. I know <laughs> a lot of times I think like a goat had wandered into the room. It's just like an old guy bending over.
0: Oh, oh! I remember so, I went to a nude beach once, and it was oh, just all—it's all old people at nude beaches. Don't yeah. think they're sexy guys. It's just old people. Like we don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, no. and they're playing tennis. Too oh. much movement.
1: Why is it with, what is it with nudists that like to do sports nude? I don't know. There's something know. going on.
0: And also, it's like sports, I do want a little bit of protection. Like, yeah, that's too much. if I'm, there's
1: ever a time to f- cover up your balls right. and stuff, it's sports. Like,
0: how am I supposed to focus on volleyball when it's a breeze going through my ass? Like, yeah.
1: No, you're totally right.
0: Like that's too much. <laughs> that's way too much. So... He says I am a gay man and I send grinder dick pics like it's water. Okay. Yeah. So, when I've... he showed me her message, I responded, "Dude, she wants a dick pic? Send her a dick pic." Yeah, I was it's... even happy for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a supportive friend. You're in, dude. That's it, you're in. I was so proud of it. Yeah.
0: So, the perpetual Mr. Lonely Hearts of our friends group. Oh, so he's also the one uh, who don't be getting no girls. Uh-oh. Okay. To so have found an interested girl and not be roping, moping around the bar. As far as I remember, they texted a little bit longer and she went to bed. We continued to party thinking nothing unusual had happened. Shit, we were wrong. shit. The next morning, I wake up to hear my friend on the phone in a panic. He had received a call from the Virginia State Police. Apparently, this girl had lied about her age. She was 16. She oh. was a problem child. And so her mom decided to go through her phone. And there she found a picture of Solomon's package. She freaked out. She, Where did he take this picture if they was at the bar? Did he go to the bathroom and just take it in the stall?
1: I, I guess, yeah, the lighting can't be good no, in that situation No, I was about to say, that's yeah. gotta be
0: So what you really said was just like the nastiest dick pic Yeah A public restroom dick pic?
1: Yeah, that's fucking Mm-mm. bad I don't even like to look at my, my own dick in a public <laughs> restroom I'll just go hands free and keep my head up Yeah, but you to- know
0: men never try to make the dick look good Like you know how many apps we got out here right now? We got Airbrush, <laughs> we got Facetune Like you couldn't even try to like cover up a little blemishes on your dick yeah. or nothing like No Make it look cute
1: Yeah, I heard that the iPhone 11 has a special camera for your dick. For your dick. It has five cameras. It does. So I would
0: hope one is for the penis.
1: Yeah, one's for the dick. And it's going to give you a little length and a little girth. It's (laughs) going to contour it nicely.
0: iPhone is out here running scams on people now. I'm like, I got this iPhone 11 dick pic. (laughs) It was 3D.
1: It came
0: through my phone.
1: (laughs) He's running an Instagram dick filter on it.
0: Honestly, that's what I want, and you know men are lazy, so this dick don't even, I'm sure no. he didn't even try to, I don't know, give it no ambiance, No, get some paper towels around it or something, I don't know. Hopefully he
1: fluffed up a little. <sighs>
0: it doesn't don't sound go like and, it. Yeah,
1: d- Solomon.
0: So this sounds like a child molester dick found on the phone, because you know it looks like <laughs> it's going to be molested. So... <laughs> so she found the picture she freaked out she told her husband and they called the police the officer said that the parents were totally livid and wanted to press charges but he didn't think that Solomon was a pedophile so he held him at bay Solomon even noted that you have to be of age to use Tinder but the officer said that legally all of that was moot since he had moved to texting
1: so they took it off Tinder
0: so I guess that's a guys keep your nudes on Tinder I guess
1: keep them on Tinder
0: so the officer wanted to talk to the parents again and then have Solomon he would call Solomon back with his decision so so Solomon gets off the phone and he's like in hysterics. He called his parents seeking advice. Because remember, he don't even be getting no bitches. No. So he had one good moment in his life where he was yeah. reliving college, finally thought he was about to get some bitches. Right. And now he's Jared from Subway. <laughs> now he can only eat fresh. Yeah. And he wears khakis every day. Suddenly khakis appear on his body.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> you
0: know, he's better.
1: That's so- <laughs> the worst insult.
0: <laughs> With lots of pockets. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Terrifying. When
0: Solomon got off the phone, he was in hysterics. Right. So he saw his future life as a registered sex offender, or sex offender. Excuse me. He listed that on every job application and went door to door telling strangers that he had shown his un- junk to an unknown girl. <laughs> So this is all stuff that he's now coming up with. He's oh, not actually yeah. doing this, but he's like, this is what it's come to. Like, yeah. he's immediately ready to start knocking on doors. I'm like, bro, you gotta go to court first. Like, yeah. you, know, you gotta just knock on the doors Yeah, do don't, don't
1: fucking offer that up. <laughs> Wait till you get that, you know, land, like, handed to you. Then right. do it.
0: Right. But he was gonna turn himself into the authorities. Right. So the officer calls back and informs Solomon that the father wanted to speak directly to him. They Jesus. hadn't decided whether to press charges or not. So Solomon agreed. The father called and, vac- and vacillated between reasonable and furious. He told a story Story that he and his wife were fighting, they couldn't control their daughter, and their life seemed to be ruined by the previous night's texting. So this is interesting because scammers are always giving too much information because they want to make you feel at ease. So it's like if somebody sends you a nasty dick like to your daughter's phone, like, why are you talking to your them about your marital life?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, me and Karen have really been fighting. Things have been rough. She won't try anal and it's really <laughs> fucking up our marriage. I'm like, sorry what is this about your daughter? What
1: just- Yeah? This, things are looking weird. And, like, the cops involved, you know. Why well,
0: the cop mediating?
1: Yeah, I'll call you back, you know. You're like, all right. Has shit. a cop
0: ever called you and been like, okay, well, I'm going to call you back, though. No. Okay. no, no. <laughs> okay, me and the force going to hit you later, okay? Yeah. So just keep your phone on. <laughs> what? The cops don't do that.
1: The cops texting you. It's like, what the fuck?
0: Hello, this is the cops. Yeah. It's like the FBI texting us. We all know they're listening to our phones. Just text us, FBI. So, um, he's saying that they're fighting and all this stuff is going on. He had even tossed in his wife's work laptop and broken it. So, he's telling him he broke his wife's laptop.
1: God, this guy's going specific. Right? That's too specific, sir. Yeah.
0: So, finally, after being berated, um, like, finally, after berating Solomon, uh, who kept apologizing and calling him sir, he said he wouldn't press charges on the condition that Solomon paid to replace the laptop. Wow. Wow. He yeah. so basically he was like, we saw your nasty dick in the bathroom stall, <laughs> and then I threw my wife's computer. This makes sense. This adds up. Now give me eight hundred dollars.
1: At the end of the day, you cover the cost of a new laptop, and we'll we'll <laughs> forgive and forget. <laughs>
0: Well, my daughter will unsee this penis. Yeah. So no worries.
1: We looked up what a new laptop costs, and you can verify. Yeah, and this is
0: your fault. I wouldn't have broken the laptop if you hadn't have sent that True. picture. And you didn't ask it True.
1: True. Yeah. Just it. It all adds up.
0: So he told him he had thirty minutes to make the decision.
1: Wow. Yeah. Ticking clock seems weird. Right. And also that's
0: putting added pressure on it and you feel like you're going to jail. So that makes sense. So he said, Solomon gets off the phone and he talks about how basically it's blackmail. He called the officer back and told him everything. The officer's advice was to pay the father.
1: Wow. (laughs) Not the real (laughs)
0: So, like, in your story about the the grandma's getting scammed with the lotto thing, the cop is just an extra person Yeah, scam you because- got to
1: have somebody in authority to just kind of, like, a little misdirect where you're like, oh, shit. Right.
0: If I were you, I'd pay the man. I know blackmail is against the law, and I am an officer of it. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. We just pay the man.
1: He's got like a Long Beach area code and you're like in...
0: <laughs> well, he had a real police officer's area code. This is a thing that people have been able to do. Oh, You can reroute the number so that it appears on someone else's phone as a legitimate phone number, even Ooh. though that's not where you're calling
1: Ooh-ee. from. Ooh-wee. All right. Uh-oh.
0: So, but while in an, exa- an anxiety ball of empathy, and a- this is great writing, bro. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> and imagining my old friend going to jail, my boyfriend found out the whole situation was strange. Could a cop not arrest someone if this was all true? Well, was it up to the parents to press charges? Does the state not step in and prosecute these types of cases? Should a cop act as an intermediary and then just give both parties permission to resolve with payment? He decided to Google this and realized it was a scam. So whoever <laughs> it was who called from the cop's phone number and the parents' phone number a few more times throughout the day, but Solomon didn't answer. So whoever these people were they kept calling, he just stopped picking up. <laughs> Luckily, that's how it all ended. But imagine these two guys pulling the scam again and again on unsuspecting lonesome horny heterosexual men from Tinder, who, oh. even if they realized they were being scammed, would be too ashamed to call the actual police.
1: It's they're the best marks, the most desperate, stupid.
0: Right, that Despo meter. You like, I ain't been laid in forever. I yeah. work in IT. I don't see the sun. <laughs>
1: I love the cop. Honestly, dude, you should pay it at the end of the day. I love them like calling back and doing like, hey, we haven't heard from you in a while, Solomon, and you should probably just pay them like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Just you <laughs> lowering know. the price. Yeah. Just, you know,
0: send it to me and then I'll send it to yeah. them because I'm a cop. Yeah.
1: I think that's probably the best thing. Dude, You here's the deal, dude. You fill up my car with gas, not my cruiser.
0: <laughs> the office, yeah. The officers keep getting lower and lower for yeah. what they want.
1: It's a Nissan Altima with 127,000 miles on it. You fill that thing up with gas, dude, and I think that this thing will go yeah. away, all right? <laughs>
0: That's my opinion as yeah. an officer of the law.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. That dad threw the the mom's laptop.
0: And that's your fault because you sent your dirty yeah. dick.
1: Yeah, he's looked at your ugly little dick on the fucking <laughs> phone with bad lighting and, you know, her life's over. Yes. Have you ever talked to anybody? Have you ever had anybody that got scammed by uh buying a supposedly stolen computer like out of a truck and then they get it home and out of the box and it's like no, this it happened to this guy I knew. That Damn, I
0: could, your friends are marks. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I,
1: I mean, look at me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like somehow too stupid to be scammed. I'm just like, no, this. I hated this guy, but like, I he was in my college dorm, and so I just had no choice but to hang out with him. And this is right when. People started buying Apple laptops, yeah. and they were crazy expensive. This it seemed impossible. It was like to me, it was like getting a like a Apple laptop was like buying a house. It was just like, <laughs> how do people fucking do that? You're younger. You don't. I mean, people just have them more now. Somehow, yeah, that's true. I don't know if the price went down. The price or, did go down. Yeah,
0: and then we all conformed.
1: Yes, we're all and we're like all used to it now. Yeah. At the time, it was crazy, and so this guy, you know, and it was his fault for getting scammed. Got some crazy low price quote on one and met some shady guy and went somewhere to meet the guy in the back of a truck. The guy opened the box, you know, Apple's got those elaborate things, showed him the laptop. The guy picked up the laptop and looked at it. And he tells me that now, he- Now, did
0: he open it or turn it on?
1: He, oh, he like, looked at it. It was like a substantial- He looked
0: at it it was like, looks like a
1: laptop to me. Yeah, and it looked brand new. And he felt okay. it. And then something happened and the guy was able to slide of hand it. And when he got home and opened what he thought was the same box, it was like a, you know, nothing in there, like a weighted thing with no laptop in there.
0: The guy your fucking keep running into so many magicians.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to That's that grifter thing I was talking about. That yeah. sleight of hand.
0: Yeah, magicians are scammers. They are. Uh, I had there was a magician at a party this weekend and he was showing us <laughs> stuff. And I was like, he he let me put a few on Instagram. He was like, oh, you can't put this on Instagram. I was like, okay, I'm not trying to fuck up your bag. But yeah. it was like there's there were some things where I was like, I can tell what's going on here. Yeah, I watched a Chris Angel. Yeah, <laughs> did, 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 is Chris Angel dead? Did no. the magicians murder him? <laughs> oh, I thought the magicians were gonna murder him for
1: giving away all the secrets. Did he give away secrets? Yeah,
0: he had a whole TV show, right? Where he was giving oh. away or was he the one who just no, was, there was like, down? No, there was a TV show that was like yeah. magicians' with secrets unveiled. It was the masked wasn't
1: magician. Him. Yes. Yeah, and he had his voice altered. The way that you're able to figure out. And he had like a luchador wrestling mask on <laughs> or some shit. And
0: they're like, sir, why are you wearing that mask? Yeah, like out of every mask. Right. Oh, my God. I See, I understand why he was putting himself under all that protection, though, because the magicians are also criminals. Yeah. yeah. So he was probably going to pull up on my guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you all ever right. do the Magic Castle?
0: I haven't yet. I know Uh, it's crazy. I
1: sure. I I don't. I I, I went. I was bored. I felt, and then you feel like compelled, like you got to look at the fucking trick while they're doing it. And I just kind of you didn't want to look. I mean, there's some stuff, but like I got bored by it. I just wanted to move on, you know. But then once the person started it, you had to see him all the way through. Yeah, that's
0: rude, Ryan. That's rude. I did. I I was.
1: I was polite. (laughs) You gotta wear a suit.
0: Yes. So we're we're gonna take a little break, and we'll be right back. Scams. All right, guys, and we're back. We're back. And this is my favorite time in the show. This is the historic hoodwink. This is where I'm going to regale Ryan with a very famous hoodwink. So you used to be an athlete, right?
1: I I was, yeah. Yes, that's
0: what I heard. So we tried to get something like a little upper alley. Thank God. Yes.
1: Thank God. (laughs) Might be able to contribute something.
0: (laughs) You're a worldly man. We could have picked anything. Yeah. But uh, this is... (laughs) So I don't even know what to call this scam, but this is about a professional referee who got into some gambling fun. Ooh, I love it. Yes, Tim Donahue. Have oh. you heard that name?
1: No? So- sounds familiar.
0: It's a very scammer name because I feel like that's a name I'm not gonna remember ever. Like Tim could tell me his name like 12 times. And I'd be like, who? Johnny? <laughs> you know? You want to simple s- name?
1: Sounds like he's gonna say Donna, he was gonna say Donahue, but that's too fake. So he just changed it. Tim Donahue.
0: Uh, Yeah. Is it Donahue? She gave me a phonetic here.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's got a G in there? Yeah.
0: G-H-E-E. So I guess I should say Donahue. Donahue. So he's a former professional basketball referee who worked in the NBA for three Thirteen seasons. Oh,
1: yeah, dude, this guy, and he went to prison, right?
0: Yeah, he went to jail, jail. Jail. So, from 1994 to 2007, during his career, Donaghy officiated in 772 regular season games and 20 playoff games. Donaghy placed tens of thousands of dollars in bets on games he had been collaborating with low-level mob associates to work on a gambling scheme. He resigned from the league in July 2007 after an FBI investigation for allegations that he bet on games that he officiated and made calls affecting the point spread in those wow. games so all these times where we're like oh this ref is cheating this game is rigged like yeah some people are like it
1: was for real for real oh, d-
0: so uh with Steph Curry's wife uh Aisha Curry Aisha yeah. you were right you were right girl
1: <laughs> it know, does happen
0: I know they made you take it off Twitter but you were right <laughs> it's the only time I'll ever say Aisha Curry was right about anything put it down on paper So, Tim's uncle and father were also referees. So, he'd been in the referee dynasty. a, A
1: legacy guy. He's born born with a little fucking striped shirt on or right. whatever.
0: <laughs> that was the first outfit he put yeah. on. Uh, he called foul on the doctor when right. he slapped him.
1: <laughs> he always, like from a young age, he'd stick his butt out when he was running backwards. Mm-hmm. Don't refs always do that? They do. Yeah. That's,
0: it's, it's a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's an art form. Yeah. So, you know, he's a dynasty of referees. Like his pappy, yeah. his pappy's pappy yeah. he had no choice but to go into refereeing. You know, he got a whistle at probably age three. As soon yeah. as he could blow. Yeah. He got a whistle.
1: That's a weird thing to aspire to be, right? I don't want to play the sport. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be the dork that...
0: (laughs) I want to know everything about it and then watch all the athletic people, but be semi
1: Right, but why have fun when I could just ruin the fun? Some people
0: like ruining fun. Some
1: people do. Just
0: like some people are haters. I'm like, you got to know who you are, know your lane. Get a hater job.
1: Yeah, yeah. I
0: feel like a referee is a hater job. That's a hater profession.
1: Yeah, get it, yeah. (laughs) If you're a hater, if you're a troll on Twitter, become a referee. Right.
0: Then you can get your kicks. You can have a small amount of power, and, and you can sleep better at night. You gotta just resign to who you are. You could try to stop being a hater, but that's no. probably too hard.
1: No, it's in your bones. <laughs>
0: you know, uh, what is another hater profession? Um, traffic tickets people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, meter maids. Hater profession. For, your whole job is hating on people.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: So if you're into that, hey. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a monster.com for just for hater jobs.
1: You should tr- tr- like you're like meter made perfect. Right, especially when they're really good at it. It's like, why are you so yep. fucking passionate about that? You right, know, fucking-
0: <laughs> you're waiting around everywhere. You're like, no, nah, it's a uh, two fifty nine. I'm yeah, writing this
1: ticket. I know, or like the street sweep has already gone through. Right, it's the like, street is clean. It's done. Yeah, the yeah the damage was done. The rules car- are rules. Yeah, nah. You're
0: so, <laughs> that what? Who else is a hater? Uh, I feel like airline flight attendants. I'm getting in trouble for this, but flight attendants are haters.
1: Now they are, yeah. Yeah, they used, used, to, used to be, be cool. Nice. Mean as hell now. They don't
0: give a fuck now. They're like mean to you.
1: Yeah, I yeah. feel like
0: I get on the plane and they're just like mad that I'm there.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Pe- doctors giving cancer diagnosis. Are they haters? No, you're. They're not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're trying to keep.
1: No, you alive. you're right. You're right. You're totally right. Yeah, that was a bad example.
0: So. He said, it was a job that I was born to do. Blessed with the right connections, obviously, because he comes from a family of refs, after four years of officiating in the CBA, the NBA's minor league, he was called up to the majors in 1994. He was 27 years old. The referee's life has contradictions. In season, it's demanding, tiring, high stress, but the gig is very well paid. Even rookies in 2007 could make like six figures. Wow. Yeah. I guess
1: you'd have to, I mean, they have to get people that are good at it, and it's a ton of pressure.
0: Six figures being a hater. You know what I mean? I love it. (laughs) So In the off season, you would have like semi-retirement basically because you would have a lot of free time on your hands. That's a a key element of scamming is you have to have a lot of free time because you have to think about loopholes. It's hard. It's hard. You have to have time to go to Kinko's and FedEx because those are scammer locations. Totally Uh, are. You know what I mean? Time to learn Adobe Photoshop. So here are the key characters in the scam. Okay. Which I love their names because I was like, yes, all these people do fraud. I'm into it. James Baba Sheep Batista. <laughs> That's his name?
1: You know Baba Sheep?
0: Baba. <laughs> this, Ba-ba.
1: this fucking guy is fucking the fucking Baba Sheep. <laughs> Baba Sheep fucked me over.
0: Like, how do you say that and be angry? Like, Baba yeah. Sheep, get your ass in here.
1: Dude, I'm gonna fucking kill Baba Sheep. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking. I'm about kick. to herd
0: his ass to pasture, <laughs> bitch. It's over for you, Baba.
1: Though I'm gonna make a fucking sweat out of Baba Sheep, that fucking lamb wool motherfucker.
0: So he's an underground bet broker or mover, you can call them, who was at the center of the betting scheme. Then you have Tommy Martino, Maritino, excuse me, high school friend of Donaghy and Batista, who served as the go between in the betting scheme. You gotta have a go between. You have a go can't between. can't do your crime face to face. We're not doing, we don't touch dough, okay? No, as no, young Jeezy no. would say, I keep my hands clean. Um, Jack. Con Cannon, which is, that's going to be hard for me all day. Jack Concanon, suburban phili- Philadelphia insurance salesman Whoa. and friend of Donaghy. Insurance salesman, he was already in a scam career.
1: To, in a scam career and also nerd. You want to have one, you know, you got Baba Sheep and, you know, the other yeah. people. You gotta Baba have Sheep some,
0: sounds like raw muscle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you got to have the nerd in the suit, you know, where you're just like this, you know. Dork isn't going to scam shit. Right,
0: exactly. And he's going to be too afraid of Baba Sheep to do shit. Yeah. Then you got Pete Rhino Ruggereri.
1: Wow. I always wanted that to be my nickname.
0: Rhino? Yeah.
1: <laughs> did, I can't, did you make it stick? No, I campaigned for it, but people just didn't buy it. <laughs> They're like, advice. they're like, we have to give you that. You can't just say, no, that you I want- said,
0: come on. I said, people <laughs> call me Rhino. You could be the people I'm <laughs> offering for you to be the people to call me Rhino.
1: <laughs> it wasn't even that compelling that already you're like, your campaign for it is better. Mine was like, yeah, you know, I've I started at a new school and I was like, some of the people at my old school call me Rhino. I guess if you wanted to call me that you could maybe, or not, oh, so or, you were
0: trying to play coy.
1: Yeah. I was trying to be like, this is just, you know, no, you got to come
0: at them thirsty. You yeah. was thirsty for a garden, I too.
1: know. I know. <laughs> Lesson learned.
0: So Rhino is a gambler, bookmaker, and sometimes partner of Batista and the animals. That's what they started calling themselves, which makes sense. We got a rhino. We got a sheep. Yeah. And we got Tommy and Jack Conaghan, who I guess aren't. They don't get no animal names?
1: Um, I guess not. Baba Sheep, always trying to change his, too.
0: Right. Yeah. He doesn't want to be Baba yeah. Sheep. They're like, we fucking named you Baba Sheep. Shut the fuck up. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of better animals than a sheep. Come on.
0: That's what you are, Baba. Yeah. So the Animals Betting Office, that's what they called their organization or their scheme. Okay. Love and then it. the last guy is Joseph. You got to have a Joey. Jovito Mastronardo. Great name. Jovito. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I feel like there's probably too many Jovitos in the mob. Yeah. Like, I'm Jovito B. I'm Jovito M. Like, probably too many Jovitos.
1: Yeah. Jovito with the crew cut? Nah, nah. (laughs) Jovito that lost his hair. Oh, Oh, okay, that That Jovito, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The fat Jovito that lost his hair or the thin Jovito that lost his hair?
0: The medium-sized Jovito. He's got a dad body. Dad body Jovito lost his hair.
1: I love dad body Jovito (laughs) that lost his hair.
0: So a major black market bookie who served as Batista's most significant out, he was well-connected Jovito. He had many lucrative gambling-related businesses. He served, for example, as a kind of shadow bank for the global underground gambling industry. For that reason, he had a lot of cash on hand. The got last it. time he was arrested, the police dug up his yard and found sections of PVC pipe buried there. And in the pipe was one point one million dollars.
1: Holy shit!
0: So he was keeping his bank. That's PVC cash. bank. Wow. Pipes in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a lot of money to have, like that, you, to have in cash,
0: and to have in your backyard. Yeah. You don't got a dog? Little scruffy don't be out there fucking shut up. Yeah. No. I feel like mobsters always have dogs. So the betting begins. There was a misconception about Tom. Like everyone thought that he started off as like this big time gambler with these huge heists, but he actually started a little bit smaller. According to court documents, Donaghy and Jack placed their first bet on a game that he was refereeing in 2003, more than four years and four NBA seasons before he was caught. So my man was out here getting it for so a he was, while.
1: Yeah, doing smaller scale shit yeah. that got his beak wet. Started to get a, scammer, a taste for it. Got
0: greedy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. Got greedy. That's always what happens.
0: So he bet on two or three games in the beginning, and then the next season he started m- betting on between thirty and forty games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Wow! Turned Tim. into turned into a little piggy there, Tim.
0: huh? <laughs> That went from zero to a hundred.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I feel like Tim changed his whole swag up. It was like two or three games, he was winning a couple thousand dollars. Then the next season you see him he in chinchilla coats. <laughs> he refereeing in a coat. We're like, Ain't that heavy, Tim? <laughs> Take that chinchilla off. <laughs> You can't keep up with the running. He's like, nah, nah, I'm good. He's got he's several like, rings on.
1: Yeah, just driving a Rolls Royce on the court. They're like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's where I park it now.
1: Yeah. Donaghy with yeah, the-
0: so many rings on. Yeah, and they're flying throughout yeah. the game when he's yeah. pointing. I'm like, this is too much. So he did well, obviously. And by his own admission, in his memoir, which of course you got to write a memoir, so much cash started rolling in that he had problems knowing where to physically stash it so his wife wouldn't ask any questions.
1: wasn't letting the wife in on well i guess yeah just not knowing that the the scam was happening
0: yeah but i'm like this is your wifey right like she's not gonna be on our bonnie and clyde in this like you out here trying to like hide money behind the toilet like what is this
1: yeah and also just put it in a p.o box at a bank Get some People are PvC so, pipes. Yeah, PVC Get your pipe your PV in the bar, bank, yeah. your
0: PVC bank going.
1: Get Joe Vito's a uh, plumber and <laughs> bury that in the backyard.
0: There's just a plumber who just comes yeah. out and installs pipes. <laughs> right. He's like, You just want an empty pipe that goes to nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So Tim's wife at the time, Kim, printed out the first ninety-eight pages of her unfinished, unpublished memoir, The Ref's Wife. <laughs> So she got a bit more too.
1: Yeah, everybody's going memoir.
0: The Ref's Wife, though. That's not a sexy title. No. The Ref is not popping enough for me to care about his wife. I yeah. don't want to read The Ref as a book.
1: No. No.
0: That's a hater book.
1: Yeah. It's a Dennis Leary movie. <laughs>
0: So she describes the moment that she picked up his official NBA jacket to put it in the wash and found a pocket with a huge wad of $100 bills in a rubber band. How huge, you ask? She uses her thumb and forefingers, making an O the diameter of an orange, which she must have way longer fingers than mine because I can't make an orange size O.
1: That's the weirdest fucking description <laughs> ever. <laughs>
0: That's what she wrote. Look, she's a she's an artist. She's painting yeah. you a picture. Official
1: NBA jacket. I don't know if I'm buying <laughs> I'm
0: not buying that at all. Yeah. Cause sis, first of all, you washing his official NBA where was you about to put that in the rent cycle, girl? That's yeah. that's a dry cleaning item.
1: And also, how many times have you washed a jacket? Unless right. it's like a workout jacket. Do you ever wash your jackets? Yeah, exactly. Like, f- crazy has to fucking happen.
0: Honestly, I think that he started hiding shit, and she started to get suspicious because women have a sixth sense about this. And she was like, who is this bitch you fucking? Is this bitch yeah. in the jacket? <laughs> 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 she went in the jacket looking for a bitch. Yeah. And what she found was is an orange-sized wad $100 bitch. Yeah, which yeah. was probably like, okay. Yeah. Wait a minute, there's a little blood on it, but that's all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Much better than some strange pussy. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in the jacket.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so- she struggled to recall exactly when, uh, but she told me that she probably started finding cash in 2004. During the season at that time, she told herself the money was from golf course betting, but she would keep finding such rolls in his pockets as the years went on. So she said she never counted the money, never confronted him about the existence, and when asked why, she said one word, scared. Mm. So, mm, so maybe Tim was a bad guy?
1: Yeah, sounds like I mean clearly he was.
0: Now, obviously, we know you counted the money, sis. Like you counted it, recounted it, organized it, maybe took down some serial numbers of the bills.
1: Of course.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he probably took a little bit of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, obviously he doesn't give a shit about it.
0: Anybody who has money rolled up, like you're not counting that money.
1: No, every every once in a while. You'll find, like, I'll find, like, a $5 bill in one of my jackets, and I fucking remember when it happened.
0: Right. I'm not taking (laughs) a wad of cash and being like, one, two,
1: three. Yeah. Like,
0: it looked like the same wad I had before, so I'm not counting it. Well, he
1: was at a stage where he didn't know what was going on. He didn't even need the money. Like, for me to be able to remember that as, like, life moments when I found money in my pocket, you know, Donaghy was in a whole nother league, you know, with the-
0: He's like, which jacket did I leave that roll of hundreds (laughs) in? Yeah. I'll just use this roll of hundreds. Yeah, who cares?
1: 30 to 40 games.
0: (laughs) So the animals, the betting group, landed in Curacao where they helped launch an online sports book known as Play ASAP. So now they're going digital. Wow. Problematic. Footprint. Yeah. You got to keep it old school. Bookies, pencil, paper, alleyways.
1: Alleyways. Alleyways
0: were made for crime. Right. we were like, where can we do crime? Like, what's an office space for crime? What's a WeWork but for crime?
1: Alleyways. Alleyways. Of course.
0: So they're taking it online, though. Now they're getting into technology. So it was situated in a house a block off of the beach. Um, it was there between the palms of Mambo Beach Tiki Bar. And <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all really needed this nice of a setup. We told you alleyway, <laughs> yeah, shady, right? You got foot traffic going on now. No. This is great. Go
1: somewhere where people don't want to be, right? Go not into- a not a delightful location.
0: Warehouses, yes. You know what I mean?
1: Empty warehouse, <laughs> old rundown factories. That's
0: where all the crime happens. Yes. So between rounds of golf and late night poker sessions at the beach hotel casino, the animals began to cash in on a brilliant discovery. Rhino Ruggieri was booking bets made by an acquaintance back home, a guy that he knew from the golf course named Jack. See, now this is when Jack Conacannon comes into play. So back in Philly, Rhino noticed that Conacannon's bet sizes were an order of magnitude higher than certain NBA games. And those bets won like they never won before. So now that they're using this app and people are kind of playing all over the country, basically Rhino looks at the app and he's like, hold up, Jack is making bank and he's winning more than everybody else.
1: Okay, so this is where these uh, the animals Discover Donaghy. Yes. Okay. Because so, they weren't connected yet. No, yeah. not yet. No, you mentioned that. They weren't colluding yet. Yeah, this they weren't is, colluding yet. So yeah. it was,
0: this was just Tim was on his own for a minute, rocking small time, and then 30, 40 bets the, yeah. <laughs> the
1: next day. He's season. hanging out with his insurance salesman buddy. They're yeah. making bets. And then these other guys are running an online you know, betting, betting game. Betting game. Yeah. Gotcha. So
0: now they're noticing, like, wait a minute. These people who have now come to the online betting space are cleaning up more than everybody else. So since he was now... <laughs> Affiliated with play ASAP, Rhino was running all the bets. So he's that's how he sees all the coins. Yeah. So when he realizes something is up, instead of calling the police, you know, and being like, Hey, these guys are playing illegally, he reaches out to them Ooh. and is like, Hey, so I'm gonna get in on this. I want
1: in. <laughs> yeah.
0: So now they're hey. placing bets on games of thirty thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand yeah. dollars a game.
1: Pitfalls of being a scammer. If another scammer wants in, you, you gotta, gotta, gotta let, let him
0: in. What you gonna do? Call the police? Nope. Yeah. Nope. You gotta let him in. So
1: I love how Rhino's like the mathematician that spots this.
0: Right. He's like, it's wait like, a minute.
1: Some crazy, beefy dude named Rhino <laughs> Rigam. He's like the beautiful mind guy. Like he's seeing all the math and he figures <laughs> right. out the algorithm.
0: That meme that you always see with yeah. all the math in <laughs> front yeah. of him. That's yeah. him. But he's like also chugging a monster energy <laughs> yeah. that he's like poured tons of creatine right. in. Yeah. <laughs> but He's also yeah. a beautiful mind. So the betting markets start catching on to the emergence of an oddly accurate NBA bet. So because this because of this edge, this treasure was in danger of evaporating. Because basically, once you bet a certain way for a little while, people start to realize and they'll start betting yeah. differently. You
1: got to throw some losses in there. You got to... Exactly.
0: But they yeah. weren't trying to take no losses. No. They were trying to get these bags. So, Martino wasn't a gambler and had hardly ever placed bets in his life, but he was close friends of high school buddies Donaghy and Batista, who in turn were never really close with each other. So, he's kind of like the middleman friend of them. He's like, I know you, I know you, I don't know anything about gambling, but here I am. So, this is how Martino gets in. So, to come back for one second, because there's like so many fucking people involved now, Baba Sheep is Batista. Yeah. That's Baba. Tommy Maritino is just a high school friend who somehow gets involved with the insurance salesman and Donaghy.
1: Yeah, I think (laughs) it seems like he set them up. Like, Donaghy needed money to place the bets and then he's like this insurance salesman has money so he like set them up exactly. and he's kind of like now i'm in the middle of this fucking shit and i didn't anticipate being involved with mobsters
0: right and and that's what's about to happen yeah. and t- tim himself is a little scary like right his wife says she's scared of him like
1: scary yeah yeah
0: but not as scary as mobsters
1: not probably. as scary as mobsters this thing seems to be running away from these kind of these dudes these
0: normal kind of corny ass dudes yeah so in december 12 2006 at a philadelphia airport marriott which Airport Marriott, gotta (laughs) love an Airport Marriott
1: I've stayed at a few myself (laughs) Continental breakfast.
0: And when I think scam, I do think Airport Marriott. Oh yeah. So inside the, inside the hotel's restaurant, the Riverbend Bar and ooh, Grill. Look ooh. at them trying to have a name for their restaurant. Just call it shit restaurant. That's a hotel Marriott. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Airport Marriott. They're seated around the table. Batista, Baba, Black Sheep, and Donaghy sat with Marantino, witnessing the new deal be consummated. So Batista demanded that Donaghy never bet with Jack again. Now Jack was the insurance salesman. Ooh. That that's, was the, not really homie, but kind of no, homie. Yeah,
1: and that's bad, too. You you get rid of another scammer. You can't. You, you can't, can't have any
0: outliers, because now y'all all know the same information. Yeah. And in exchange for providing Batista with his betting picks, Donaghy would receive 2000 per game, but only if the pick won. Much later, we would come to call this meeting the marriage. So Jack was winning so much, it became alarming, and he wasn't sharing his winnings. So he's still winning a lot of money and pissing people off at this point, because he ain't giving nobody a cut. Wow. Right? Later that night they went to a gas station and came out with a pack of rolling papers, got in the car, Maritino <laughs> rolled a joint, they passed it back and forth, and then Baba Batista, who snorted some cocaine.
1: <laughs> yeah, get it. <laughs>
0: said that he didn't do weed. Makes sense. He does cocaine. So anyway, they make this pact and say, Don't tell anyone because that's how you get it in trouble. So at least they're all on the same
1: page. Yeah. Wow, thanks, Baba. Here's so this- the hey, here's the deal. When you do something wrong, don't tell anybody. That's how you get busted. Oh,
0: my God, Baba. That's such good advice.
1: That's profound, bro. (laughs) So the Celtics
0: played the 76ers the night after the Marriott meeting. Donaghy worked the game. One source says that Batista moved as much as $500,000 in wagers at this game. Wow. So we had a big bet on that, and we had a big bet on every fucking game, he says. (laughs) <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, Bobby, what do you want to know?
1: <laughs> Big bet on that on every fucking game.
0: Next question. Next
1: question, Your Honor.
0: So, <laughs> this is how he's talking at court. <laughs> Baba Batista usually watched these games at home, but sometimes not. Watching would give him agita, he said. At this point, he'd have to turn the TV off. I remember being like, oh shit, it's getting out of hand. It's too obvious. If anyone's watching this, we've got a problem. And yet, it still went on. Meanwhile, Baba Batista's behavior's worsening. He starts popping pills, Vicodin, Oxy. Cotton, sometimes falling asleep at the dinner table at restaurants, sometimes vomiting blood.
1: But no weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird and arbitrary draw. I never do weed. Sorry. But I'll throw up blood, that's for sure. Sorry, what, what, Sorry what, would you
0: like sparkling stiller? or oh you have thrown up blood on the table? Okay, I'm a, I'll just get some tap. Yeah. Hello? <laughs>
1: Also, was Donny and Donaghy's just getting two grand? Is he allowed to make his own bets?
0: I don't think so. I think Jesus because Bob Batista's in the mob, S- this was kind of like a forceful takeover. Yeah, it's like that's a bear rough.
1: Hunk. That sucks because you're like, oh, Jesus, yeah. now I'm just making a couple of grand and right. this guy's making a half a million dollars. Yeah, you
0: get two grand, but you also get something worth so much more your life. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> Every day you win yeah. a chance to breathe.
1: Oh, man. <laughs>
0: So this guy's getting out of hand. On March 15th, Baba Batista confessed to his wife that he lost $7 million of his client's money. On March 16th, a very strung out Maritino, who I guess also started getting into drugs, (laughs) found himself surrounded by almost his entire immediate family. They said he had to go to rehab. They're like hanging out with Baba too much. Wow. You've thrown up blood six times this week. You got to go to rehab.
1: Intervention.
0: So getting caught. Just before entering rehab, Batista handed over the operation to Rhino Rugereri. Oh, wow.
1: The math whiz. But
0: this is where things got sloppy. Uh Uh-oh. We were right about Rhino. He's not that bright. Wow. So by now... Everybody knows that Donaghy had permeated the market. And Batista had ruined it because it was super duper quiet, but he started betting with everybody, and the lines were crazy. So basically he was like, come one, come on. all. Because yeah. he's like on oxy and on pills. He's like, Yeah, you want to bet, I gotta win a bet. He didn't take this bet.
1: And he was somehow losing his clients. Other, so he's making unsure bets, I guess, too. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. he's not
0: only betting for these like fixed games. He's, he's doing also he's continuing running his books. business. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Donaghy resigned in 2007 from the NBA amid allegations that he bet on games that he officiated. He later served 15-month prison sentence in conjunction with the FBI's investigation, which probably means he snitched like Takashi. He probably went in there and was like, "All right, what y'all want to know?" This
1: fucking if it's the guy, I'm pretty sure it is. He snitched and he also joined uh like a white supremacy gang in nah. jail to survive. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking coward. <laughs>
0: I've never laughed harder than someone joining white supremacy. I,
1: yeah, it's just like, I gotta live, this fucking bitch coward. I mean, come on. <laughs> He's like,
0: what are- I want to know who faked the moon landing. I'll tell you anything.
1: (laughs) Just completely compromising everything, you know.
0: It's like, Tim, you you have a black son. Uh, You know what? I'm with the Reich now, okay? Fuck my black son. Just kidding. He doesn't have a black son. But wouldn't that be funny? No,
1: but I mean, he was a referee in the NBA. (laughs) Yeah, so he was around
0: black people all the
1: time. He can thank his entire career. To To
0: niggas. He He was like, you know what? And I hated him. That's why I gave him so many fouls. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hate him so much. They were black. That's that's why I gave him a foul, because they was black, because I'm a, I'm a racist too, guys. Does this make sense? <laughs> yeah. He's like, we got all these pictures with you, with, with, <laughs> with several players from the Celtics. You're uh, <laughs> here, here you are in a Ferrari in a coat and lots of rings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and is that Magic Johnson? Yeah. I, I hate him. That N-word? <laughs> He changed his tune real hard.
1: Yeah, big time. Oh,
0: God. You know you got to get tattoos, too, when you do that shit. He yeah. probably came out of jail, and all his uh, black NBA friends were like, oh, Tim, was good? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they made me put the swastika in yeah. my forehead.
1: <laughs> he immediately turns back to them. I, I didn't want to do any of that.
0: I told them the forehead is a really bad place
1: for a swastika. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Donaghy. Donaghy. Donaghy, Donaghy, Donaghy. Goodness
0: gracious. So <laughs> he snitches, and- Kim files for a divorce immediately after the investigation becomes public. During his imprison- imprisonment, he was attacked and threatened. A man claiming to be associate of the New York mafia struck Donaghy with a paint roller extension bar, resulting in injuries to his knee that required surgery. Um. So, yes, this is probably why he joined a white supremacy game, because he was being hunted by the mob in
1: jail. Yeah.
0: Also, I really appreciate how on brand this attack was. They hit him in the knees. Yes. The got- mob is all about the knees.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Take his legs out.
0: (laughs) And honestly, knee injuries take a long time to heal. If I owe somebody money and I got to walk every day, I'm going to think about the money I owe them.
1: Yeah. Plus, MRIs are a nightmare.
0: (laughs) This is the whole reason the mob is doing this. They're like, MRIs are a nightmare, (laughs) bitch.
1: We just cursed him with a lifetime full of MRI visits.
0: And then whenever it rains, (laughs) whenever it rains, his knees hurt. They're going to act up.
1: They're going to act up. To give him
0: a chronic injury.
1: (laughs) He'll never fucking referee again.
0: (laughs) So on June 19, 2008, the NBA filed a demand that Donaghy reimburse the league for the costs of his airfare and meals, complimentary game tickets, and other expenses, including $750 in shoes.
1: Wow. Damn. Damn.
0: We want our meals back, NBA? NBA, I'm sorry, but y'all are rich as hell. This is a scam. (laughs) You want your meals back? (laughs) Remember that tuna and rye that we had gave you? We want that shit back.
1: No, listen. I, to be honest, I've gone out to dinner with the NBA. And like they, they look at what everybody ordered and they're like, well, we ordered this together, but I didn't eat any of it. And I look and like the NBA was eating a lot of those fucking and the nachos. The NBA
0: had a lot of margaritas. They did. And then was like, let's just split it so up. Let's this just split equally. it up. Yeah,
1: equally. And then whenever they don't, then they flip it. It's just like, pick a side, NBA. They're cheap. Yeah. They're cheap as hell. Yeah.
0: So the NBA claimed that Donaghy owes it fourteen, or excuse me, $1.4 million, including 577000 of his pay and benefits over four seasons. Okay, I'm sorry, NBA. Look, the man did he was a criminal yes absolutely but when you leave a job the job can't be like give us all the money back that we gave you he showed up to work yeah he did crime while he was there right but he did he clock in on time yeah did the calls get called They did the plays get played
1: they got played
0: did the booty stick out when he ran backwards backwards? it did absolutely every time so you can't get your money back
1: yeah also you hired him (laughs)
0: like what are you doing
1: yeah Yeah. figure it out earlier and fire his ass but if you if you're a sucker and you pay somebody this whole time then that's on you
0: exactly that's not how jobs work nba let that shit go yeah so so tom donaghy has always publicly denied that he deliberately manipulated games to win bets arguing that he based his picks on insider information Mm. privately however he has taken a different position
1: (laughs) this guy is the ultimate coward
0: (laughs) I love it He's like I didn't do anything I'm innocent Okay close the door I did everything
1: (laughs) I'm not innocent at all (laughs) How dare you How dare Are they gone I'm guilty as hell
0: (laughs) Tim Oh my god I love you You might be a bad man But I I do like you a little bit (laughs) So he said Certain games would be unfixable But sometimes he could Influence a game Like six points Either way Yeah Six points Yeah
1: that's everything.
0: So, a professional gambler once confronted Donaghy a few years after Donaghy's release from prison. A close observer of basketball, the gambler had become curious after suffering losses on games Donaghy refed during that season. To the gambler's surprise, Donaghy acknowledged that yes, he deliberately called fouls against the other side that he bet against, and he told the gambler about other tactics as well. He said he liked to call an illegal defense call right away in the first minute. That way, Donaghy could force the side he picked to play against a little less aggressive, or I'm sorry, to play. A a little less aggressively on defense. Oh,
1: wow, straight up change their their style of play. They have yeah. to make a, a, a an early game adjustment on that.
0: Yeah, to be less aggressive. Yeah, to
1: stay out of penalty.
0: He said he'd pick on the big center or the most valuable player of each team and he'd try to get them in foul trouble. Which makes sense.
1: Totally. And yeah.
0: then those are the people who get picked on the most. Again, Aisha Curry. She said it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we wow. didn't believe
0: her. <laughs> so, this is just a we do have time so I'll do this fun little story. Um so since moving to Florida in 2005 Donaghy often volunteered for local youth sports leagues that his friend Kyle ran out of a community center. After Donaghy's downfall but before he headed to prison Donaghy broke down and wept inside his friend's office. My life is ruined. he called. The office's window looked onto the basketball court where children of youth teams were just practicing. Their squeakers, squeakers. Their sneakers squeaked on the hardwood. Kyle got up. Cross the room and close the blinds. That's when Donaghy laid everything out. He spilled everything. Imagine being so guilty of some shit that you're like, hey, you're on the phone with someone in a different place. Can you go close the blinds? (laughs) I got to tell you some shit. (laughs) We're on the phone, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go close the blinds. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't want nobody to see you on the phone with me. (laughs) It don't make no damn sense.
1: Turn the light off. Honestly, turn the light off. <laughs> turn put a, the light off. Put a blindfold on. Put,
0: what? You got a blanket? Put a blanket over yeah. your head with right. the lights off.
1: Put, and- hire somebody to, to do prosthetic makeup, the skies on your face, and then we can talk. What? <laughs> on the phone. Yeah.
0: So when Donaghy finished, will leaned back in his chair because <laughs> he'd been listening to this story for a while. The gambling, the cash, the secrecy, the cor- corruption, the endless search by human beings to gain an edge. But now, one thing was on Kiel's mind, and it wasn't the moral of the story, or actually the moral of this story. If you're telling me what you're saying is true, you're going to be rich. Kiel's eyes were practically dollar signs in that moment, like the many people before him who expanded and abetted the scheme and profited from it. Aaron Kiel sees an opportunity. All I'm seeing, he told Donaghy, is a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) The scam continues. So he did get a book deal, and I hope that he gets a movie, because I want to see it.
1: I'd watch the shit out of that. (laughs) I want to read the book now. Gaming the Game. Is that Donaghy's book? Yeah. I really don't want to give the guy any money, but...
0: I mean, don't you want to give him a little bit of money, though? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You and, convinced me. <laughs> that's actually, all I needed.
0: <laughs> Gaming the Game isn't his book. His book is Blowing the Whistle, the Culture of Fraud in the NBA. Oh. So he's coming at this almost from an elitist standpoint, like he wasn't the fraud. Yeah. How you going to write a book talking about the culture <laughs> of fraud? You made that culture. You that, were the fraud.
1: That's on That's on brand for him, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Truly, he is a bitch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tim- I'm blowing the lid off how bad the NBA is. And then the NBA is like, you're not bad NBA, you're great. And then you know whoever he's with. How he's you gonna a- blow
0: the lid off yourself, bro? You were the problem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Wow. That's>
0: like <laughs> I'm not doing this. But you know what? I'm I'm still proud of you, Tim. You know what I mean? You wow. pulled this off for four years.
1: What a trip! I hope
0: you had some fun. I hope you didn't just leave all the money in your jackets and yeah. never spend any of it. That no. seems like a waste.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, he's looking for those jackets, man. Find, trying to find those rolls, those bank rolls.
0: All right, guys. We'll be back in one moment. Scams! Scams cons! All right, guys. And we are back with uh, the last segment of the show. I you let you go, right? I'm going
1: to stick around for another hour.
0: <laughs> yes! So this is where we praise one honorary charlatan just okay. for their work in chicanery. The scammer of the week. <laughs> So, volunteer Girl Scout treasurer. Oh, no. First of all, volunteer yeah. treasurer.
1: Yeah.
0: I volunteered to work with the money.
1: Mm, for free? A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad sign.
0: Just me and that money for free?
1: <laughs> yeah. We had a kid growing up, and his dad stole a bunch. Of, he, the kid already got made fun of, and his dad, same deal, volunteered to work treasury for the, soccer, the youth soccer league. Dad stole a bunch of money, and then- Everybody made fun of that kid so much.
0: Hey, your dad robbed us. Yeah. What? That poor kid. Oh, God. You're friends.
1: Yeah. Right? A lot of suckers. So. It's one born every second.
0: So Patricia cassion a 52-year-old from Santa Clarita, California, a eh? shout-out to Callie, was mm-hmm. arrested on Monday. She's accused of embezzling more than $88,000 from her troop of the Beverly Hills cancer Skin. Oh no! Oh. The cancer center. The police said, Cassion had volunteered with several area Girl Scout troops, including local Girl Scout services in Santa Clarita for 20 years." That's the important part. She knew the game. Yeah. If you volunteered for 20 years. You know. You know,
1: you know the know ins how and much outs. Cookies
0: cost. Yeah. You know how much them tag alongs worth. Yeah. You get in the game.
1: The trefoils. The shortbread one nobody likes.
0: Yeah, those are trash. If you give me trefoils, I'll fight you. Are you fucking kidding me? I just
1: flip them out of people's like People will bring the box up, and I knock the box up in the air out of their hands. As you should. Even Even if if a Girl Scout. Yeah, yeah. Exclusively. I'll find a Girl
0: Scout. <laughs> Los Angeles investigators say Cassian embezzled $58,000 from the bank accounts of troops and the service oh. unit she volunteered for over the past five years. Police also found evidence that Cassian had committed theft by false pretense of more than $30,000 while working as the chief financial officer of the Beverly Hills Cancer Center. So damn, she was robbing the cancer center separately and then she was also robbing the Girl Scouts. Cassione's arrest came after fraud and cybercrime investigations that lasted 15 months. Officials reportedly feared that... Casión may have committed fraud elsewhere because she led fundraising efforts at several organizations <laughs> in the Christ. Santa Clarita Valley. So she probably has been robbing people forever. Yeah. You can't have a volunteer to work with money. You have to pay that person. Yes. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm going to be, everybody going to be looking at that money like,
1: mm, right.
0: How many taglongs do they think we had anyway?
1: Yeah. I, I worked at a restaurant and uh, they wouldn't give us meals. I'm fucking ate so much food at that place like I would just go and like hide in the deep freeze and just like shove desserts (laughs) in my mouth (laughs) they had like little pieces of cheesecake like all stacked up in this deep freeze I'd be like I gotta go check on something and I would just go in there as fast and like house as many pieces
0: he's been checking on something for so long his tables are getting frustrated that
1: guy's been in the deep freeze for two hours
0: He doesn't even cook here. He yeah. doesn't need to be in there.
1: <laughs> but if they gave us meals...
0: Then you don't have to worry about I that. Right? Yeah, I wouldn't have been hungry. Family meal. That's why they do it. I know. Yeah, It yeah. ain't for fucking family. They're like, stop stealing from us. Yeah. I'm like, either yeah. you give me this meal or I'm going to eat this or, yeah. $50 dessert. Yep. <laughs> same. Same. Yeah. Well, shout out to Patricia. I mean... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty brazen. Yeah, definitely. You got to make
0: your own salary sometimes out here, okay? <laughs> they weren't paying my girl. She ain't steal that much. She took like $88,000. Yeah,
1: it's a nonprofit. Right. Somebody's got a profit. Right. Then yeah. We all
0: know Girl Scouts of America are out here basically moving dope. Yeah, those cookies are weight.
1: No, yeah, and they're and they're like shaming people. They got their moms like bringing them to work and stuff, and people are buying crates of them, and you know, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's turned into a show off thing. Like, so what can... if
0: Patricia thinned out the Thin
1: Mints a little yeah, bit? She get a little taste.
0: Yeah, was not Chris Rock like selling Girl Scout cookies like at an award show? Yeah,
1: all of the, yeah. And he's uh, rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: He was soliciting other rich people to buy some fucking cookies for him. That shit is rude.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I heard he really asked for the payment too. he be like, Do you want to buy these cookies? And then he was like, No, g- give me the money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Shit. Damn, Chris. Yeah. Top five did good. Everything.
0: <laughs> At the end of every show, I always ask, Where do you want to be found?
1: Where do I want to be found? Yes,
0: not like not where can people find you, but where do you want to be
1: found? I want to be found. Come check out Action Boys. Yes. that's my scam. <laughs> this is a. There's tons of free podcasts. This is one I force people to pay for. So yeah, yes. yeah, come get check in on that
0: scam, guys. And then go to a live show and bring hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pay yeah, for you, a ticket and bring me a hundred. Bring a hundred
1: if you really want to connect. Uh, bring $150. <laughs> that's
0: makes, the only way I can make with people. Yeah,
1: per- makes perfect sense to me. I definitely it won't baffle me at all. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> and as always, guys, you can email us at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. If you have any scams you want to share, make sure they're retired. Also, you can find us at scamgoddesspod on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find me, Diva Lacey, at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I on all platforms, including VML honey. All right, God- congregation, keep scamming. <laughs> Scam Goddess! PodSwag has all the podcast paraphernalia you could
1: ever hope for, like t-shirts, pins, bags, hats, candles, and special holiday collections. This holiday season, give the gift of PodSwag by shopping their Black Friday sale. You can get 40% off from Friday, November 29th through Sunday, December 1st. Just go to PodSwag.com and use the code BLACKFRIDAY for 40% off the majority of items. That's PodSwag.com, offer code BLACKFRIDAY.